Did you know there is a type of sales opportunity with a success rate of 91% and that most salespeople are missing those opportunities every single day? Welcome to Serving Not Selling. And here's our big idea. When you build more relationships, you have more leads, more leverage, and more life. Finally, you can build your business on your terms by cultivating relationships and serving people with consistency and intention. Let's get into it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Serving Not Selling. We're excited to talk today about our schedules and scheduling. We had a great uh, conversation with Nathaniel Getzels, who you'll hear from Thursday. And if you're listening to this after the fact, go check out the interview, the, the, uh, the second interview with Nathaniel Getzels. We've had him on twice because he's phenomenal. And uh, I, we're just going to have an honest conversation about our schedules. You know, it's hard when lots of things are going on and the world gets busy. Tyler and I both have three kids, each five, five and under. So uh, <laughs> there's a lot happening and a lot of work that's going on and a lot of time with family. And so it can get really hard, but we just want to have a really honest conversation about that today. So I hope that this is encouraging to you all as we try to figure this out as well, go on this journey with us. But before we jump in, Tyler, as always, let's do some fun dad jokes. So mm -hmm. uh, go ahead, buddy. What, what yeah. you got, man? I think it's important also to point out to all you listeners out there that when you do listen to this next episode with Nathaniel, he's hilarious. M and G get on a little bit of a roll of these dad <laughs> jokes. All right. So just buckle up for about the first 10 minutes. It gets really it, good. It was like four and a half minutes. It was yeah. about four and a half minutes. It's a run. It was, and it was they, worth it. Worth they, all the laughing. They tickled themselves pink. But um, so here, my dad joke for to start us off is um, I did, you know, I had a friend and he forgot to pay his exorcist. He got repossessed. <laughs> that's fantastic. Uh, that's funny. Uh, my wife recently, it's funny, Rachel uh, just told me to stop acting like a flamingo. So I had to put my foot down. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Uh, that's uh, funny. I love that's it. It's funny. When you personalize uh, it, it's so much better. It's <laughs> so much better. That's fantastic. Oh, oh man. I've read that so many times and I still think it's hilarious. Oh, that's hilarious. Guys in the kitchen. Oh, oh Rachel yelling <laughs> Stop at Stop acting oh. like a flamingo. That's so, so good. I had to put my foot down. Yeah, that's good. Oh, man. Like All right. That. So that's a nice transition into talking about our schedules. You all clearly, my audience, know uh, how much time I waste looking at jokes. So that's where I spend the majority of my time. But no, I mean, I'll kick it off. And, and again, I, I think like, so So just to lay it out there, I've got a five-year-old, a three-year-old, a one-year-old, right? I'm married. I'm very active in my church, like he is. Excuse me. I have four businesses, uh, which is crazy sometimes. And I try to do it all in under 40 hours a week because I really want to be intentional with my family. Uh, we've got this podcast, right? So there's a lot going on and a lot that is demanding my attention. So I'll first say, at least for me, the way I structure it is... I have one learning day. So on Wednesdays for me is a learning day. So I actually intentionally pause. The morning for me right now is learning how to invest better, right? And the afternoon is reading and thinking and reflecting. So it's an intentional four hours of that. It's a bucket. So I, I really schedule around buckets, right? So I've got a, a bucket of investment learning, a bucket of reading and thinking. On Thursdays and Fridays, I have a bucket of doing exploration calls and interviews for BBR, right? So we have a 36 touch leverage model where we actually executed 36 touch for you audience. And I spend my days talking to people, interviewing people, connecting with them, 
And I've got buckets for that. On Mondays, I have a bucket for my team and our expansion network. And on Tuesdays, I have another big bucket for creating content for BBR, like writing the book that I'm writing or creating content for the the website. I have a bucket for our podcast, right? So I schedule around buckets. And so that's been really helpful for me because, and I even have a three hour window on Thursday morning that's open for meetings. So it's been really helpful for me because there's a lot that's trying to demand my attention Mm -hmm. that I now have a bucket for everything. Oh, if it's uh, about business by relationships, great. It can go in one of these buckets. Oh, you got a question about the Maroon Group, which is my real estate team. Great. It can go in this bucket. Oh, you want to have a meeting? Great. It goes in this bucket, right? And it just gives me something to make decisions off of. And then at five o'clock, what I've been doing, and I'm terrible at this most of the time. So please don't think I'm great at this, but I will leave my office. I will take my watch off because it buzzes too much. Take my watch off, leave my phone, go downstairs and hang out with my family. I do not want distraction because it's really easy for me Mm -hmm. to be distracted when those things are around, take the watch off, take the phone, put the phone down, boom, present with my family. And so I try to be really intentional with that. That's from a working schedule, Uh, but it's hard. It's hard to stick to that. Honestly, I judge myself uh, or rank myself whether I did it well or not based on if I hit 80%. And for me, that's really how I work around my schedule. So Mm. uh, that's a practical way that I do that. But what about you, T? Yeah, that's good, man. This is, this is my weak point. I, I, so let everybody hear this. Um, I am working on this fighting for this every single day. I am a terrible time manager. So um, hear me say that very, very clearly as we, so take everything as I'm trying to implement this alongside with you guys, but what I've learned in it, and I do have a lot of clarity in this. I'm just not tactically great at executing it because I care a lot about a bunch of different things. um, And I wish there always end up saying, I wish there was more time, but I just need to get better. So what I've realized is the things that matter the most to us are what we have to fight for. You know, we, we've all heard that glass jar image and I don't want to repeat it again, but to put, you fill up the rocks, you, you fill up a glass jar, you got the big rocks that are the most important, smaller rocks that take up a little bit more space. And then you fill up the rest with, you know, sand to kind of bits and pieces there. But if you don't put the big rocks in first, then they're never going to fit in comfortably into the jar that is your time. So hopefully that image makes sense to you guys, but um, I care and I'll speak for G in this too, so much about our family, so much about investing in our community, so much about investing in our church and in relationships like this one, um, like between G and myself, that those have to be the priority to me. And the only way that I can maximize that time and still be halfway successful in my jobs and in these businesses that we own um, is to time manage, which is why I've realized how significant and important that is. And I've got to get better at it. I'm trying so many different things that I can do, blocking off certain things. She uses the idea of buckets. I use the image of anchors and certain things in a, in a larger scale monthly calendar. But from day to day, if I don't block off certain times, then I don't have any discipline. If I'm not blocking out certain areas to work on certain things, then the day goes by and all of a sudden it's the end of it. And I haven't accomplished what I needed to do, at least in certain parts of those buckets that I'm filling up. And I'm so much more likely to blow past through my hard stop at five o'clock and compromise the things that mean the most to me because I haven't been disciplined in that. One moment, this this hit me between the eyes saying, I haven't told you this yet today, G, but we started homeschool. So my wife, Chelsea's, uh, my four-year-old twin boys started their their first day of preschool today. And, and Chelsea is um, going to homeschool, um, Max and Brady, as uh, Rachel does for Hattie right now. Um, Garrett's wife, uh, Rachel, does for their daughter, Hattie, their five-year-old daughter, Hattie. And so 
Um, but she did this cute thing. She, they have a little whiteboard and she asked them the question, a couple of like put their age and their name. And what do I want to be when, when I grow up, I want to be dot, 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 and ask the boys independent of one another, what they wanted to be. We, <laughs> and this morning we kind of realized when we asked that question, like we never really ask them that, that much. I mean, they're four, they're still super young and they don't know what they want to do in, in life. They still figuring out what they like to do, but they answered I want, Max said, I want to be Superman when I grow up and I want to build houses so that I can give them to other people. And in the same way, Brady was in another room. We went and asked him and he said, I want to build houses so that, um, so for people, and we don't even talk about what I do for my job. We don't even talk about, um, our businesses, business by relationships, real estate in general. We we don't talk about that all the time at our house, which that answer would seem like it. But what that taught me, and this is why it's relevant, is because your kids are watching. Your The people around you are watching you. They're listening. They're seeing what you do. And the people that care about you and that you've created trust in, they they are going to glean from you positive or negative. If you are leading a team and you want to create work-life balance and you want to create a culture of giving and serving so that you can make an impact in the community, then it starts with you. And they might not be as pliable as your four-year-old kids as mine are, but man, it hit me so hard that they are that connected with what I do for a living day in and day out. And we try to separate the two immensely so that they're not consumed with work like that. They are being cared for and loved on each and every day. But what that shows is because there's some good and that we're doing it at a high level because they want to be like mommy and daddy. And that is amazing. But it just hit me in the gut. It made me cry to the point where I'm like, I got to, I got to be better at what I do. I got to be better. I got to be around more. I've got to make it so that my boys want to say, I want to be a great daddy when I grow up, you know, or I want to be, I want to be invested in my community. <laughs> Not they're going to say invested when they're four years old, but I want them to see me doing the big rocks. I don't want them to see me doing focused, spending more time on the sand and on the pebbles. I want their focus to be on the big rocks. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. I mean, and for the record, my three-year-old Dylan, when I asked him what he wanted to be when he grow, grows up, he said he wants to be a bed. So <laughs> <laughs> I've got some work to do with that little boy. But uh, no, I love that, man. It's such a great example. I, I mean, uh, yeah, what we spend our time in is what what we prove is, is what matters. You know, I, I've said this before and I didn't come up with it, but dreams have a bad habit of staying dreams. That's why we need to call them projects, right? Get to work on it. I set out and said, I want to write a book. Well, I don't have a lot of free time. So I put in one hour a week where I write and it's going to take me a long time, right? But I'm going to make progress. And in the schedule, it's much like a budget, in my opinion. So many people feel like a, a budget is uh, limiting and what you can and can't do. When in reality, if you do a budget well, it shows you how much freedom you do have with your money and where you can spend money and have fun and not feel bad about it or whatever. A schedule to me is the same thing. If you do a schedule well, I don't feel bad when... I take a break every day to have lunch with my family. I don't feel bad because I know where I'm getting things done, right? I know that for me, I color code it. I know that I move the ball forward on every single business that I have ownership in every single week because I spent time on it, right? It's just a matter of directing where we need to spend our time. And, and I am an advocate of if you don't tell your day where to go, it's going to tell you where to go and it's never where you meant to be. Right. If you don't tell your day where to go, it's going to tell you where to go. And it's never where you meant to be. Yeah. And so I'm, a, I am hardcore about my schedule. My phone 
has an, uh, an away message when they text me, my work phone. Thanks for the message. If you need something urgent about buying or selling a home, text my business partner. But I respond at nine and four, right? I don't check on the weekends. So, so it's just giving an expectation so that I think, I forget who said it, but they said too often our day is about helping other people achieve their goals, getting pulled into achieving their goals that we never achieve our own, mm-hmm. Right. My schedule is the whole way that I say, you know what? This goal is important to me. Like you said, Tyler, we just did a teaching episode last week about um, a practice and how important that is. Uh, It's the same idea. Like if I want to get better, I need to spend time on it. If I want to be exceptionally good at this, I need to spend time on it. And the only Mm -hmm. way I know that I can get time in it is to schedule myself, Mm -hmm. right? I schedule in date nights with my, or or date nights with my wife. We're about to go on one tonight. I schedule in family movie night. Right. I schedule in kid dates once a week, which admittedly I'm not great at keeping, to be honest. I'm working Mm -hmm. on that. Right. But Mm -hmm. like the things that are important are in the schedule. Mm -hmm. If you say something's important and it's not on your calendar, it's not that important to you. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Write it down. Everything else gets worked around. You want to pick up your kids at 3 p.m., write it down. That's an appointment. Nothing Mm -hmm. else gets to take that away. Mm -hmm. Right. And you start there with the big rocks, like you said, Tyler. And then I think it shows you that. I've got time to go get a massage for an hour mm-hmm. this day. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go do that because I got to take care of myself too. Mm-hmm. Right. Or I can go take two hours off this morning and just think because mm-hmm. I've really got to make sure that I'm checking in with myself to see how I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I've got an hour on Friday afternoon at the end of the day to say, how did I do this week? And it's, did I follow my schedule? Did I follow my big rocks? Did the things I do move forward? What I want to move forward, which for me, the most important values in my life are family adventure excuse me, family adventure and impact, right? Did the things I do for my, for my family, for my work time, for the people around me, like this podcast, like our company, did it promote family adventure or impact? And mm-hmm. if it didn't, that's okay. I'm not going to get mad mm-hmm. at myself, but I need to re, re uh, look at that and say, should I have done that? And maybe I shouldn't do that again next week. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think like the schedule again, much like a budget is the way that we accomplish what we're trying to accomplish. Yeah. It's a great tool and mm-hmm. we've got to be willing to use it. So mm-hmm. T give us a wrap up thought, man, mm-hmm. on scheduling and just the importance of being yeah. purposeful with that. Yeah. It's, it's really good stuff too. D so scheduling it's, I don't, I feel like I've heard it many times, but it bears repeating that if you look at somebody's schedule, it'll tell you what's most important to them. So what's on your schedule, block it off, make it appointments, treat it however you need to treat it, identify it as however you need to identify it as not able to be moved because that's where your priority lies. And I think there's just be accountable, like be accountable to what you identify as the most important things in your life. Hold yourself to that. Don't just say it. Don't be, you know, we try to teach our kids. We try to teach people in our business, on our teams, like be who you say you're going to be, be a man of your word, be accountable to that. And if you're not doing it well on your own, if you're struggling to maintain those things and those those priorities, those big rocks, then ask somebody in, open up, be, be vulnerable, be humble enough to recognize like, I'm not good at this. I need somebody to hold me accountable to it. And I'm going to ask that you that you do that for me. It's going to make me a better friend, better at my job, better husband, father, et cetera. I, but I can't do it on my own. Be humble enough to recognize that yourself. That's great, man. That's great. You said that bear's repeating, and it makes me think about when you see a bear that just keeps having kids. That bear is also repeating. 
I, I don't know how okay, I knew I, you were going that direction. I, just, I couldn't help myself. I hope, <laughs> excuse me, I hope that this is helpful audience. Reality is none of us do it perfectly. I'm always changing my schedule around to try to get it as perfect as I can. Tyler and I are both working on it. We want to help reach out if there's things we can do to be an encouragement, right? One of the ways that I do that, honestly, is I leverage out my lead generation, which is what we help people do. Reach out to us, businessbyrelationships.com backslash chat. Let's have a conversation, me and you. And I want to learn more about you and your business and your schedule. And can we help you get some of your time back by leveraging that piece of your business out, right? That's why we exist. And that's why we're so passionate because it's really hard to do everything we want to do in a 24-hour day, right? It just is. And I know for me as an agent, it too often felt like it was my family that was getting the leftovers. And I don't want that anymore. And I don't want that for you, audience. So sign up for a call. It's totally free. I'd love to learn more about you and how we can help you. Because what we really want is to serve your family. We just got to do it by serving your business, right? So we'd love to help you with that. Thanks for listening. Agent, share this with a friend and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Serving Not Selling. And especially thank you for sharing the show with other salespeople and reviewing the show on your favorite podcast app. Every time you share the show, you are potentially changing someone's life. And if you're loving this whole business by relationship approach and you want help to start your own Perfect 36 Touch system, we can do most of that work for you. Just go to businessbyrelationships.com backslash chat to grab a time to chat with me to see if we're a good fit. And stay tuned for the next episode of Serving Not Selling.